Hello and welcome to another edition of Editing Aloud. And uh, we're in the run-up now to the big, big story of, t of uh, 2017. And we're very fortunate to have with us today Stambiso Msomi, who's Deputy Editor of the Sunday Times and also deeply knowledgeable about the inner workings of the ANC. And Stambiso, um, we're one or two days away now from, from this gathering at Nazareth in Johannesburg. Uh, how how fair and accurate uh, is this conference likely to be in terms of who it elects as its leader of sentiment in the party? Well, um, it, it really depends on who controls the, the systems go and the processes going to the conference. Because as much as most people are saying that Cyril has won it, because when you look at the number of branches that have made and nominations, the majority of them are choosing Cyril. But if you look at the number of delegates who will be going and the fact that some branches have more votes than others, and the fact that by Friday they will not have decided on all the credentials. I was told yesterday that they've only done about five prov provinces. So by Friday they will, not be, they will not be done. So you actually do not know what is the actual number of delegates that will end up participating in the voting. So I think that, that for me is a, is a major question that we actually do not know what the outcome is. We, so we don't know, not only do we not know what the outcome is, mm -hmm. but as the more, the, the more votes that occur, so you have branch votes and then provincial votes, and then all of that needs auditing, I presume. And, and as you say, um, even now, you know, there are five provinces cleared yeah. I presume, in terms of delegates, but that leaves another four to go. Um, how, do you, how do you get all of this done accurately and fairly what uh, in time? What the ANC Secretary General has been saying, which they, they're trying a new system. So, for instance, the people who are sent to branches to monitor the branch general meetings then send their own reports of what happened in those meetings. Right. The provinces send their own reports and the two reports have to talk to, to each other. Yeah. So then you have a process now where they, they're looking at whether those reports are genuine. And who are they? Are that so that will be a team that works within the office of the Secretary General. Right. Which right now, because it's a split between Guatemantashe and... Uh, Jesse. Jesse. Yeah. Then it is a, a fair uh, office because both sides are represented. It then depends on who is uh, which side. But what, what has happened is that with the five provinces, it looks like the process was, was much smoother. Yeah. The problem is with the last four, they also include KZN, which yeah. wants 100 more delegates than the number they were allocated. S which is, is, that, is that suddenly they want a hundred yes that's the decision that they took during their pgc last weekend that they need a hundred more they deserve a hundred more because their membership is higher but this was a pgc that we still needs to be whose whose legitimacy still needs to be decided I, by indeed, the courts indeed there's a story that ran in the sunday times which i thought was a source of this problem ah. um a story about how the president was angry after the yes. outcome, when, when he saw that Cyril got over, over 100 yeah. votes, 
that he was angry with the provincial executive yeah. committee yeah. because he felt that the provincial executive committee had not united the party. If you look at the ANC since um, in, in KZN since 1997, actually, they've never gone to a conference this divided. Yeah. In 1997, when they supported Zuma, I mean, there were names like. Um, Winnie Mandela that were supposed to be standing against yeah. him. There was uh, Matthew Post and several other names that were being raised. KZN went there to push for Zuma as deputy president and they were united 100% KZN. The same thing in 2002 when there was no contest, KZN was clearly totally behind Zuma. 2007 the same thing, 2012 the same thing. Now this is the first conference where they go there and about 30% of that delegates will not be agreeing with the main position. And so this, and I think they themselves are worried. That is why they needed an additional 100 people. But how do they conjure up uh, an extra 100 between now and say Friday? I mean, They say they are the biggest province. So they came up with a formula that's different from what appears to have been agreed to by everyone okay. else. Gwede's argument is that this will increase their participation from 18%, which they are 18% of the organization. Yeah. It will increase to about 20 And who gets to choose who the extra 100 people are? They, they then Gwede and Jesse? No, they do that as the province, which is a problem, which means they will then exclude the other guys. Isn't that lovely? Um, Ron, Ron Darby, your, your prognosis for the weekend ahead. I presume that they would want to get the sort of leadership voting out of the way yeah. before getting into whatever else the conference aside bits on policy. They've obviously got a lot to talk about in terms of the run-up to the 2019 election as well. Sadly, I, I don't think anything is about policy. It'll be like the 2007-12 where it's all basically about uh, who's the next president. And when it comes to policy discussions, that's just really just not really attends them, uh, not taken as seriously. So the, the main focus will be on this. So if they make it sooner, the rest of the conference, uh, I, don't, I think nothing will happen really. This is all about just who takes over. So once the leadership is over, yeah, it's a party. Yeah, then, so whoever yeah. the victors are, are partying, the, and the others are going home, generally. That's to, what to, to, to do what, Sekonati, to, to form another party, or to lick their wounds and decide that actually, you know, they won't, because it is cold outside the ANC. Um, uh, what's how does this end? It's actually getting a whole lot cold inside the ANC <laughs> now. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, what's going to happen there? I, I, I think someone is first going to try to interdict some of the of the, of the provinces, like the Free State uh, or, or even uh, KZN, going into the conference, and 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 there will be a problem about that. There will be at least there's already now three court cases on the conference and and we have not yet seen someone trying to stop the conference and, and i think that will happen uh, either uh, from from the floor there and and some of the whoever is likely to lose will run to court and, and find some some reason like our the, the certain provinces have not been allowed to to send delegates or not the correct delegates that's the problem and during the as soon as one of them loses there will again be a court challenge, uh, challenging the outcome and, and the whole process. So uh, whoever does finally get to go home uh, winner in the, in the evening at the end or on, on Sunday, uh, the, the other party goes to prepare, one, for a new party, and two, uh, to, uh, to, to undermine the, 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 the winner uh, in, 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 the, in the general election. Do you election think that will happen, Sambi? So, I mean, do you think uh, the party uh, will split whichever, whichever way the vote Goes. There, there was a time when I thought that would happen. I think that would be that would now only happen if the outcome 
just completely excludes the the other side. What I've seen with with both sides in the months going to the conference is that they are both aware of the possibility of a split. Yeah. And they are all scared of a split because they know that it's a showcase that the ANC will not win the 2019 elections yeah. if it is split. Yeah. So the tactic has been to have some unity talks, as, as they call them. Yeah. The problem with those talks is that they tend to exclude the the, 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 the candidates, the, yes, the presidential candidates. So, yeah. But what, what the Nkosazana slate has been trying to do, from the way I understand it, is that they, even though they have six names that they want to be in the NEC, they are saying, no, we are willing to compromise. We can give you the other positions. You just give us the president and maybe the secretary general, and then you take the other positions. In that way, you keep those people within the fold. Yeah. The same thing that they're doing with the NEC. If you look at their list, they're not making the same mistake that they made in 2012 where the Zuma grouping won and just got rid yeah. of everyone. They Which is what's kept them yeah. in mind. Mm. In their list now, they have all the people who have been criticizing them yeah. as being in the NEC. So this is their way of just trying to keep everybody in the fold. Again, on the issue of um, the, 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 the someone interdicting the, the, the conference, I think even there, they have an advantage in that both sides believe they're going to win. So everyone wants this conference. Does, can I ask you this seriously? Does, does the Cyril camp genuinely believe that they're going to win this thing? They think so. They think they've won it. They, they, they are really convinced. I mean, there have been, been cases where they could have challenged certain decisions. And they said, but guys, we can look at this thing after the elections. P case in point is Mpumalanga yeah. two days ago. Um, What's his name? Posa wanted to go to court. Yeah. Um, the, he was persuaded by the Cyril grouping that actually you don't have to go to court. Let the NEC after the conference deal with this issue because they are assuming that by then they let's will assume, the Let's assume in, in what I think is the unlikely event mm. um, of a Cyril Ramaphosa victory, much as I would want one. Let's assume that um, he does win. Mm. What does the Nkosazana Lamini Zuma camp do? Okay, again, there there's another dynamic that is new that has happened. Before, you just had the elections of the six of officials happening yeah. all at the same time. You go, you put your cross yeah. against a name, and that's it. So people vote according yes. to slates. So what is going to happen at this conference is that probably on Sunday or Monday, you will vote for the president. Yeah. And then from the floor, once they, let's say Nkosazan has lost, yeah. her name will then come from the floor. Yeah. She will then be nominated for, for deputy president. Yeah. Would she so accept nomination? I think she will. Seriously? Yes. I think she wants to be president, but I think if it means that she, she just takes the deputy presidency, she will because she will see it as a stepping stone yeah. that then she has another five years. She has a chance of actually winning. Yeah. And also, I don't see the Zuma grouping saying if we are not we are not in the presidency, we don't want it. Because yeah. if you are not in there, you're not going to be able to fight against the president who will say, appoint the commission of yeah. inquiry into yeah. state capture. You will not be able to deal with the president who is going to say people need yeah. to be arrested. Yeah. So you need to have that fight even within the top six. Yeah. So I think they would want they would want to surround Cyril. Even if he's president, they would yeah. want to surround him with yes. people who will oppose him at every step.
How do you, but I mean, in, as Zuma has, has shown um, so clearly over the past 10 years, and as um, uh, has been pointed out um, many times, his powers of appointment are, are, are just tremendous. I mean, he can literally appoint everybody. He's got to do a little bit of consulting yes. with the Judicial Services Commission and that sort of thing. But basically, even you know, as president, Cyril could decide not to appoint his party deputy mm. as deputy president. I mean, it might go against tradition. Yes, um, but, but that, that would then cause him problems. Yeah. I think that, that if you look at him, he sounds like someone who thinks like that, who thinks outside, outside yeah. of the box. Yeah. But my question is whether he can afford the, the fallout that will happen immediately yeah. after. Yeah. Because, I mean, Zuma became this popular because Mbeki tried to do the same yeah. thing. So, yeah. I mean, he tried to do it, and yeah. I know everyone talks about Zuma being fired, but in 1999, people forget that Mbeki wanted the IFP president as his deputy yes. because he was trying to deal with yeah. that problem. Yeah. And then he started having enemies in the ANC. Yeah. So I suspect that if Cyril were to try a similar thing, to say, I'm not going to appoint the deputy president. Well, one more question before, before we um, um, uh, run out of time. The is it possible that Jacob Zuma could somehow engineer things in this conference that he stays in the top six, but it maybe become, becomes a top seven, just to get around this two centers of power uh, thing where he's in office in the union buildings, but not in office in the ANC? <laughs> I don't know what other guys <laughs> No, but I mean, they've been talking. Like There's been a lot of talk uh, about, a about two, a two deputies yes. and all that kind of thing. But I never thought it includes him. But yes, but I keep hearing Zuma this. Keeps on Having new strategies he that no one ever thought about. <laughs> no, but I have been writing about yeah. this. Why, did, why haven't nobody read? <laughs> sure, but Peter, in terms, <laughs> in terms of the constitution of the ANC as it stands now, yeah. he can be nominated from the floor uh, yeah. with 25% support mm -hmm. to run for any position there. Yeah. Uh, that uh, f the, the other positions to expand yeah. the the NEC have not been accepted as yet. Okay, if so if that does happen, yeah. it will be for the next anything, Congress. Anything, any in other words, can happen. We'll We'll be back after this break. Welcome back. Um, panel, it also turns out that uh, today uh, Chief uh, Gauteng, um, sort of Chief Justice uh, Dunstan Mlambo, has ordered Jacob Zuma to pay the costs of his um, uh, appeal to have Tuli Madoncella's state capture report um, uh, set aside and it also imp means apparently um, that uh, Tuli Madoncella's uh, order that the Chief Justice appoints somebody to oversee the, an inquiry into state capture stands and that Zuma now has to stand aside and allow that to happen. That's 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 quite a judgment, Stambisa, eh? Indeed it is, and it's, uh, I mean, taking it back to the political situation, it makes things even more complicated. This weekend? This weekend. How? Because it means that Zuma has to fight by all means that his faction stays in power in the ANC, because imagine with all these judgments, even though he's going, I, I assume he's going to say he's appealing, mm -hmm. he's going to con court, but if he doesn't, I mean, if, if he doesn't win at the weekend, if Nkosa Zanazuma doesn't become 
um, a president of the yeah. ANC. You have a, an ANC, NEC, that will then convene a meeting maybe first thing January to before say, January the yeah, to oh. say let's look at the, let's yeah. look at this president who's got all these judgments against him. Yeah. There is a court that the same court has said a few weeks ago, a few days ago, that he, he uh, the deputy president has to appoint Oof. the the head of yeah. the NPA, yeah. and the court then says that uh, the uh, the yeah. chief justice should appoint. Uh, a com a, 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 the head of a commission yeah. of inquiry, all of that will just go against Zuma, and I think he has to fight to keep power in the NC. So power in the NC gives him power in the state. So what we're really saying, though, then, is that I mean, the, the you know the odds um, of Jacob Zuma um, living a peaceful re retirement are almost zero. It looks um, like. Uh, so basically, he has to win this weekend, yeah. and when the chips are down. Does he, does he, when did he last lose when the chips were really down? I don't actually remember yeah. Zuma yeah. losing a battle. Yeah. Yeah. He, he has not, he has not lost a political battle, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, he's, uh, he sealed it all in, in, in at, uh, at Pulugan in 2007, yeah. when he got, who knew about people called David Mashaba be yeah. be before then? Yeah. And, and yeah. when he got that NEC that he wanted, yeah. and then he employed all of them. Yeah. And, and made sure that he... he well, this was the trick, right? I th mean, th so that you, get, you get an NEC, you, dis you dispense patronage to all of it, jobs and, and uh, this sort of thing. And now every time it has to vote, it votes for you. Yeah. Exactly, because if they vote against you, they're voting against themselves, yeah. against their own yeah. jobs. And people like yeah. Figile Mbalula and Malusi Kigaba yeah. are, I'm, are, unemploy are not only unemployed outside the government, yeah. but they're also unemployable. Yeah. So they, they, will not, they, they will not try to lose their own jobs. But the, the, the most important part in this judgment is that now uh, Zuma must pay out of his own pocket. And presumably that implies that he would have to pay for an appeal to the, to uh, the Constitutional Court as uh, well. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Th he will appeal even that judgment. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> he, he, he will appeal everything, <laughs> and he will. This means, as the Timso points out, he must fight to the death. Yeah. At at this conference this weekend. Yeah, he is going to. Somebody else who's fighting uh, to the death, or who might already be dead, um, uh, not in the physical sense, but I mean as a as a businessman, is the CEO of Steinhoff, Marcus Juster. So, bring bring us up to date, uh, Sikonati and and Ron. Um, the Steinhoff share is recovering a bit, as one would expect. Mm -hmm. It's now uh, fallen the equivalent of only 75% yeah. rather than 95%. Yeah. Um, what will happen to the share? I mean, there are obviously assets in the company yeah. that are worth something. Yeah. So presumably, if, it's, if this recovery process is properly run and there's some communication, is this rescuable? But the, th the thing is, we don't know the rot, right? So yeah. before that point comes, they'd have to tell us everything that's wrong with the books. They'd have to expose that. And that's where the, the big test for Steinhoff is, when yeah. they eventually say, okay, this is what went wrong with the accounting and so on. And that's where the real, when the, the, the market will take, take heed of what the actual problems are. And then from there, and say whether the company is savable, right? So we haven't got there. So we know now something's about to hit. I think today, uh, this morning, there may be some statement in regards to that. So we're waiting for that big bomb. Yeah. And once that is, so then we can make a call to say whether the company is recoverable or not. I mean, yeah. right now, I was always, I was expecting uh, Christopher having the friends he has to have some uh, investor come in and buy the shares and show it up for over the yeah. past few days. So the recovery we're seeing now is fine. Yeah. Someone buying on, on the back of... Yeah. Uh, there's still some positive assets, PIP and the, and the like and so on. But as a company, 
when they finally tell us what, what went wrong, that's the big yeah. test was to Steinhoff. Was and and Sukunati, you guys on the Financial Mail have done a great cover. I don't know. I'm going to hold it up. I don't know if the camera can Bates get hold of this. It's behind us. But it's, um, oh, there it goes. Yeah, it's right on the board over there. It's a, it's a very funny play on the old Godfather movie posters. Um, uh, I haven't had an opportunity to read the story yet, but it's just landed. Um, what, uh, what have you found out? I mean, what, what actually did Marcus Eusta do? What was the mistake or the mistakes he spoke about? Mm -hmm. what, what, what did he do? Look, the, the, the mistake that he admitted to have done he has not been defined yet. Okay. But uh, the company has said there's been an accounting irregularity. Now, w w th that's, that's a code for fraud. There's yeah. been accounting uh, uh, fraud I I in all the accounting. We, we spoke to, to, to analysts. Yes, fraud and theft uh, and all of that. Uh, these books have been cooked. Uh, the, the, that's what it would seem. And Marcus Yoste has said he has owned it uh, without uh, specifically He's saying owned what it, it is. and disappeared. Yeah, mm. owned it and disappeared as he should, uh, but the Germans will find him and, and yeah. deal with him. So that, 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 that's the individuals out of the way, the board and everything. Yeah. The most important thing that we don't talk about in South Africa uh, is how it affects uh, the ordinary people out in the streets. Do you think that salesperson, uh, uh, sales assistant at a pep, at, uh, at, a, at a dance store, knows even who Marcus Yoste is or mm. even Christoph Isi? That's the tragedy of the thing. I was driving from, uh, from Sun City in the weekend and, and uh, near Moi, uh, Moi, Moi Plus or Moi yeah. Noi here in, uh, there by, uh, by Arte Beer Sport. There's a mall there. All the boards, five out of uh, four out of five of the big boards advertising shops in the mall, they were all Steinhoff oh shopping really? malls. Pep, uh, uh, Pep Dance, uh, Bradlow's, yeah. uh, and uh, Russell's. Yeah. Like th that's the impact of the thing. The company employs 130,000 people. Uh, a, a big, a big but number. But this of is them what I want South to Africa. ask you. Let's assume, okay, mm. there's this quote accounting irregularity, yeah. stroke theft mm -hmm. that has occurred, right? Mm. And Yusuf disappeared, and he knows what he did wrong, and somebody's going to find him and arrest him, hopefully, and it'll all come out. But those jobs at that mall, surely they would be okay. I mean, those stores are viable businesses, being run by perhaps a crook. Um, but that doesn't mean to say they can't be taken over by somebody who's not a crook uh, absolutely. And, and run properly. Look, look the, the, uh, many of the businesses there are solid. Yeah. Uh, no, no doubt about it. Uh, the, what there is now is that nobody can value them. Uh, th that until you know how deep the hole is. Yeah, yes. Until you know what yeah. happened. So you have to go back and restate all the numbers and, and, and do the following. Well, like furniture and retailers always have this. The accountancy around furniture retailers always been a bit dodged to me. Lewis yeah. and so, on. Exactly. so we don't know. So when we see the rot, it could actually mean you have to close stores. You literally have to like reduce and the size. And of that's what sunk them. African Bank, by the way. Ellerin's holdings. That's exactly what sunk. Furniture so retail, retail is, a, is, a, is a strange game, I know. Yeah. Mm. Ca the, the directors of Steinhoff, mm. all of them, not all of them, a lot of them, mm. are extremely senior yeah. uh, chartered accountants, yeah. right? Mm. What are their liabilities? What are their... Uh, what, what are they... What do you, when you're a director of mm. a company, mm. what, do you um, what is the risk to you? of something like this happening? So the, 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 the is, uh, the, they, are, they are liable jointly and severally mm -hmm. uh, for this. Now mm -hmm. all of them failed to ask the correct questions. Yeah. There's six chartered accountants on that board. Marcus was the seventh. Right. Th that's just the start. Yeah. Uh, we, we are told in the financial mail that uh, it was Deloitte yeah. who pulled the plug and said, Marcus, please tell us what's going on here.
yeah, but, they, but they, there's, some had, there's some resolution in the AGM last year where they said something about the the board the board directors and not being responsible for not, not being liable for something some risks with regards to mm. of last year just passed last but, but, year. But but it's so very it, well for Deloitte. I mean Deloitte's okay. Yeah, maybe that's how I saw it. Deloitte's yeah. asked a question mm. now in 2017. Mm. Mm. But I remember the I, the now departed David Gleason writing an article mm. in mm. Business Day four years ago yes, saying, hang on a second, there's eight billion rand here mm. in, 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 in cash or, or cash, um, uh, you know, th th things that like, yeah. I can't remember what the wording was, cash-like instruments. Yeah. Mm. Where is it? What, what are these things? And nobody would answer him. L yeah. let, let's be Why wasn't Deloitte here. asking those questions? Let, let's, let's be frank here. Deloitte now was pushed by the German investigation, yeah. uh, the, the criminal investigation into the, the, the auditing and the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the financial reporting yeah. there. So it felt compelled and had to ask yeah. the questions. And when they asked Marcus Joste, they tell us in the financial mail, some sources tell us, yeah. when they asked Marcus Joste for some of the answers, the finance director said, no, only Marcus has got that information. Good when Marcus how, how was... How is that possible? Uh, exactly. I was going <laughs> to ask you. How is that possible? Simbisa, uh, how does this catastrophe Mm. Um, at at Steinhoff, um, is uh, does it help divert some of the more difficult conversations at the ANC conference this week? In other words, is there now an opportunity to talk about private sector corruption, whereas maybe there was going to be a, pr a discussion on state corruption? I mean, how does yes, does it change the conversation? Does it give anybody a little bit of a break? It does. There, there is a temptation within the dominant faction in the ANC to say society is focusing on corruption in the ANC when it's actually very small. Yeah. They take this case and compare it to Nkandla and they say Nkandla was just only 264 million. Yeah. This, this is huge. So it's an opportunity. Again, the ANC has always fashioned itself, or at least a faction of it, has always fashioned itself as being anti-establishment and yeah. anti-business. Yeah. So it gives you an opportunity when you go to the conference to say we are being targeted while Stellan Bosch is doing all those things. Yeah. When actually the two cases are not separate. I mean, yeah. the kind of corruption you find in, this in yeah. the private sector happens because there's corruption yeah. in the public sector mm. and vice versa. So the two needs to be, to be dealt with as the same. Can you get to the point, though, where we know exactly, let's say after six months, whatever has happened to the share price, mm. where we know the, what the number is, how much was stolen or how much was not accounted for, how big, how deep the hole is? I mean, is it, can we ever put a number on this? There will be a number. Yeah. There will be at okay. some point a number. Is it likely to be as big as the initial fall in the share the price? Oh, yeah. But Peter, it's going to be more this than that. It's going to be more than that. More than that. The fact that he walked away so quickly, yeah. so urgently, that yeah. says a lot about what mm. was about to hit. And that's the thing. It could be but much how more. How come the CFO is not? Mm. Uh, the CFO, mm. yeah. That's how Ponzi schemes are run when, uh, when only one person has the information. Mm. That's, that's how Ponzi schemes are. How long was he CEO for? 88. The guy like started. Standoff, it, it listed in 1998. Ten yes. years later. So, so it, 30 this years. Is, yeah, 30 this years. is his baby. This when you CEO for 30 years, you can hide pretty much anything from your CFO. And Thanks a lot, Christa Visa. <laughs> we'll see mm -hmm. you uh, one more time before Christmas. That'll be next week. Thanks for joining us.